0: Everybody, this is the nitty gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard. This is a show about wrestling, and this week we are bringing you another edition of our Unstable Stables series, and we're bringing you Heenan Family Part Two, the WWF years. So, a little bit about Unstable Stables. Basically, we take a faction or a group of wrestlers, and we tally all the people that were involved in said group or faction and Leonard and I draft them into teams that we represent and we take those teams and we fashion a makeshift card out of the number of talent that we each have. Um, We have a lot of fun doing it. We get to discuss the faction as we go along and uh, we've already discussed, you know, in part one, the start of Bobby Heenan's stable of wrestlers known as the Heenan family. It started pre-WWF, um, and it spanned uh, multiple promotions. And because he has managed so many people, I mean, he's the greatest of all time, right? I mean, at least, yes. at least in the Mount Rushmore um, of managers. And uh, he's managed so many people that we had to do two parts of this. And, you know, it'll make it more fun. As a result. So who all did Bobby Heenan manage in the uh WWF? Well, let me read off the names of people that we have here. We have Adrian Adonis, Andre the Giant, the Barbarian, Big John Stud, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Buddy Rose, Haku, Harley Race, Hercules, Tama, King Kong Bundy, Lex Luger, The Missing Link. Mr. Perfect, Paul Orndorff, the Red Rooster, Rick Flair, Rick Rude, Siva Afi, and as a bonus in a separate capacity, the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, it's almost better that we didn't use him because I feel like he would have absolutely been drafted last and would have lost any match that he was involved in. So
1: True, true. Now, I also should be mentioned, Ken Patera. Patera was part of the AWA as well, so right. he's not being repeated because we used him in part one. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, I believe that there is the only one who Heenan managed outside of the of the uh, WWF and inside the WWF. So he's yeah, the only if, guy carry yeah. over.
0: If memory serves, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Um, and also, I believe you get first pick this time. Is that right?
1: I do, because you had last first pick last time, which was Nick Bockwinkle, who we both thought was a clear number one. And I think the clear number one this time is Ric Flair.
0: Ah, see, that's interesting to me. I'm uh, it, A clear number one. See, he is, I would say, one of the number ones. Um, and you know what? Had I picked number first, I would not have picked Ric Flair. I would have picked Andre the Giant.
1: Really? See, Andre was not who, who would have been my number two. Because my number two is going to be Kurt Hennig.
0: Damn it! <laughs> all right. Well, that's a good number two uh, for sure. <clears throat> you know what? I uh, I need some speed on my team for sure because you're uh, you're getting all the technical wrestling ability. So I am going to pick Rick Rude.
1: Rick Rude would have been my three if you would if you would have left him on the board. Um, I am going to do. I think a big jumping of the gun because I think I need to. I'm taking Arn Anderson.
0: See, this is an occasion where I know what you're doing and the case could be made to separate who you're trying to go for. More so than in the past times we've done this, but... Do do whatever you
1: want.
0: He was not going to be my next pick. So there's that. Um, Mm -hmm. My next pick will be lex luger
1: all right and i will just to stop you (laughs) from what you said i'll go ahead and take telly blanchard now and just complete that tag team
0: all right and my next pick uh this is where it starts to get a little tough i believe but uh you know
1: because I think this guy was more in his prime at this point, I'm going to go with Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff would have been next for me, and I think he is someone you're getting in his prime at this point. Um, I'm going to take only because he was would have been in his prime, and I do have a plan. I'm taking King Kong Bundy. I had yeah, he was
0: he was in my head as well. Um, all right, so. I am going to go with someone that I feel is underrated, and that is the mighty Hercules.
1: Okay, no Herc is is great. I always liked Herc. I think he was underrated, uh, especially at this at this point in in his in his career. His stint with Bobby Heenan was not very long. Um, no, you know, and
0: like he, but, but it was a Bobby great angle in- where
1: where Heenan sold his contract to Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how Herc turned face. That 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 was great. Um, you know what? I'm going to do I'm gonna do something else here that may cost me but may work in my favor. I'm gonna take Haku. All
0: right. Well, there goes my chance at crafting an actual tag team. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, the tag team championship match, uh Although I don't actually have one of those matches on here. Uh, no,
1: we do have a tag team match.
0: We but. we do have a tag team match, not for championship, but we could change that. Right. Um, all right. Then I'm going to choose Harley Race.
1: You know, I would have went Harley Race right before Haku. But I, I tell you, and and again, you have to keep this in mind. You're getting Harley Race very much at the end of his career. Yeah. This is not prime Harley Race.
0: Yeah, I mean, his, his biggest match... At this point, was I, I think it was on a Saturday night's main event. He and Hogan, uh, yeah, and, which is good, which is a
1: lot. pretty good match. Yeah, and that's actually where where Raze injured his back on a right. table, right? And and actually he would come back from that. And he and Haku had a match for the uh, King title, which is, is actually a, a pretty good match where he kind of passed the torch to Haku. So I'll just go ahead and take Tama.
0: All right, you're just getting all the tag teams, aren't you? Yeah. Um, all right, then uh, I believe you know what I'm going to choose Big John Studd.
1: Okay. And you know what? I'm I'm going to complete the um, the the Samoans. I'm going to take Stevie Afi as well. Who, I don't remember where he fits in the Samoan dynasty. I'd have to go back and look. Right.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head. Uh, I'm going to choose Adrian Adonis.
1: Okay. And, a- again, I have a plan. I'm going uh, Barbarian.
0: Oh, I know what you're doing now.
1: Yeah!
0: It took me a second, but now I, th- I think I get where you're going now. Um, all right, so... We're getting down to the nitty-gritty, as they say. Yeah, um,
1: as some people say.
0: I'm going to choose Buddy Rose.
1: Okay. I'm going with... I'm going with Red Rooster. <laughs> you know what? He's a good worker. Terry Taylor was a good worker.
0: He he was. Um, wouldn't put too much stock in, in that. Don't put him in your main in your main event, Leonard.
1: No, I don't think I'm going to do that.
0: All right, then that would leave me with the missing link. I believe that's the last one.
1: That is correct from from what I had.
0: All right. So, let's go down the teams here. I have Adrian Adonis, Andre the Giant, Big John Studd, Buddy Rose, Harley Race, Hercules, Lex Luger, the Missing Link, Paul Orndorff and Rick Rude. Leonard has the Barbarian, Ari Anderson, Tolly Blanchard, Haku, Tama, King Kong Bundy, Mr. Perfect, the Red Rooster, Ric Flair, and Siva Afi. All right. So now starts our makeshift card. Yep. first match uh, gets chosen by me. I get to pick first pick of you wrestling. First,
1: first, first. Um,
0: it is just a plain old one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you the missing link.
1: Okay. You know, looking at all the matches and what I think I want to do, I'm gonna give <laughs> you Kurt Henning. Okay, wow, that's I
0: got it. That's kind of surprising, but Kurt Henning against the Missing Link <clears throat> is an obvious win for the Missing Link. Um, now, I mean, we're talking about Mister Perfect. Uh, you know, one of the great gimmicks. You know, he and Bobby Heenan were so great together. That gif of Bobby Heenan just barely catching the towel behind his back is uh, classic. I will put that up here if I can. Uh, Sometimes that stuff gets ripped down. But Mm. anyway, this is an easy win for Kurt Henning. Uh, You know, I don't know that this is going to be a great match. The Missing Link was such a weird character. And uh, I don't even know if people even remember him being associated with Bobby Heenan. But uh, there you have it. Squash match just match to start unless you're a Closet Missing Link fan.
1: No, 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 no. I think it's a spouse clash. Yes. I think it's an interesting, uh, you know, matchup because Kurt Henning could get a good match out of just about anybody. So can he get something go down of the Missing Link? Um, and I use Kurt Hennig here because as we'll see, I don't I don't want to he doesn't slot into what else I have. So Kurt gives me the easy win to open the show and I'll I'll rock with that. Absolutely.
0: All right. Our next match is four versus four. Leonard, who are you giving me?
1: Um I think you know you're getting Haku, Tama, Sidney, Affy, and the Barbarian. All right. So those are two
0: tag teams teaming up can they be a cohesive unit we shall see um i am going to give them adrian adonis big john stud buddy rose and harley race so you have two tag teams i have guys that are not going to job to these guys <laughs> that's the best argument i have uh no um i mean we're, we're talking about buddy rose and harley racer you know more at the end of their career adrian and donis you know who knows he was still good to go i guess to a point um you know i had thought about teaming big john Studd and andre the giant and just calling the tag team we hate each other uh, yeah. Something like that. But uh, no, we put Big John Stud here. I think power-wise and experience-wise, I think my team has the edge.
1: I think my team is tougher and meaner in real life, other than probably Harley Race, but Haku trumps race. Uh, my other three guys trump the other guys. They are all part of that Pacific Island family i think they mesh better as a team overall you say they're two tag teams but they're four guys who know each other and who work with each other i think they have the chemistry factor um and 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 again i think they're they're rougher tougher meaner and more of my guys are in their prime than your guys
0: that's true so if you think your team's gonna win who would be the guy that does the job on my side
1: Ah, uh, definitely uh, buddy rose okay <laughs> i say hawk i i would say probably haku takes out buddy rose
0: all right you know what i'll give you i'll give you that i'll give you that your argument makes sense um you know i i think that uh it would have been cool to see a big john stud and barbarian clash
1: I feel yeah, like. they probably because, you know, a lot of times when you when you talk about, say, say, mid 80s, WWF and such, all these guys were around each other. But you didn't see matches like Barbarian versus Big John Stubb because they were all heels. Usually, right. if you're a heel, you're a heel, you're a face, you're a face. There wasn't a lot of turns back then. So so it, it kind of especially when I do like these fantasy booking type things, I go back and I look and I'm surprised to see who had never faced off before or maybe only had faced off once or twice, like, say, in a, um, you know, house show type of situation.
0: Right. All right. Our next match is one-on-one for the Heenan Hardcore Championship. hmm And I believe I get to choose. You do. Who goes here, and I'm going to give you Hercules. I he carries a chain. So, yep.
1: And, you know, I figured um, I had one match at least that I knew I was going to job without argument. And this is going to be it because you're getting the red rooster. (laughs) You know. Terry
0: Taylor, by all accounts, does not like to talk about his red rooster history, Mm -hmm. Um, like takes himself very seriously, wants to be looked at as a, you know, world class wrestling talent. you know, and I would love to see Hercules whip him with a chain here.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm with you there. The only other thing would have been I would have put Rooster in the opening match. And uh, I think that's a tighter argument between Link and Rooster, actually. I, and I would you know, still have given that to you. I would have gone to Terry Taylor, too. But I think that's Waste Hennig in a yeah. hardcore match. It wastes Kurt. So I figured, you know, Rooster is just going to eat the loss in the hardcore match, but I think that most fans would love, as you mentioned, to see Terry Taylor get whipped with a chain.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, All right. So my first and possibly only win of the night here, we have a hardcore champion. His name is Hercules. Um, All right. So the next match is a tag team match. Um, You know, we could have a, you know, winner take all, Tag Team Championship affair um, based on who wins this, but uh, you get first pick, Leonard. I think I know who you're going to go with, but uh, you're, go ahead. you're
1: getting the Brainbusters. You're getting Art and Telly.
0: All right, and I am going to give you Paul Orndorff and Rick Rude. Wow! So I think so. We got uh, we got four bona fide heels here. Yes, and I, you know, I feel like even though we have four natural heels, this would be so fun to watch. <laughs> like, this would be yeah. a great match. Yeah. Um, I mean, the X factor is Paul Orndorff and Rick Rude, both really good on their own. Um,
1: have never been a tag team. Uh, I selected and both, both had limited tag team. Wrestling uh, as well. I know that that Rude did tag with Manny Fernandez quite a lot um, yeah. in Texas, and I think Florida as well. Um, I don't. I don't remember Orndorf ever really having a regular tag partner. In,
0: in the, only when he got to WCW, he was put with a oh bunch of different people. But that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. But he, but he was. was part
1: pretty, he was part of pretty wonderful. Yeah.
0: With, yeah. With they,
1: mean, he yeah. was
0: um, leaning more. I feel
1: like he was a face a lot there, but he was uh, to some degree. And also too, I think he was tagging a lot because this is when he was starting to have real issues with his arm. If you, if you watch WCW, you will notice the the difference in in the muscular definition of of his arms. So, so this was definitely at the point where he was, you know, running low on gas and WCW here. He's, he's in his prime. And I would say rude, rude is as well. Uh, again, my main argument for the Brainbusters is that they were a legit tag team for a very long period of time, won a bunch of titles, worked very well together, are, are one of the best tag teams that, that I've ever seen, and that's considering the fact that both are really great singles wrestlers as well, and not so much Telly, but Arn has tagged with a bunch of other people. And 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 had great teams as well. Him and Oli, uh, uh, him and Larry Zbysko. Um, I, I want to say he and Bobby Eaton tagged for a while as, when they were in the Dangerous Alliance together as well. Um, so and Orin with other members of the Horsemen later on. So I, I think as good as Orndorff and Rude are, I think while while I would probably put them over a lot of established teams. Right. I don't think that you can put them over a team as good as the Brainbusters, who a lot of people, even today, would put in their top ten. And that's considering that if you go back and look, they didn't tag for that long of a period of time.
0: Right. Um, no, yeah, I agree with you. And I, you know, I would, I would give this to the Brainbusters as well. Uh, you know, for the reason you mentioned. You know, I, you know, looking at these, this match though, it would be very good. I, you know, I, this is a match I would have loved to have seen. Um, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I also love the Brain Busters finishing move, the spike pile, the pile driver spike. You know, sometimes that's the way Gorilla Monsoon would uh, would refer to it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm picturing in my head, like, you know, a combination of Orndorff's pile driver and Rick Rude's neck breaker, like, you know, as like a finisher. Like Rick Rude goes for the neck breaker and it like goes into an Orndorff pile driver.
1: Like he flips the guy into the pile driver? The guy
0: might be be dead after that. Yes,
1: that guy would be dead.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so uh, this is a match I would love to see, which is why I picked who I did. uh, But I would go with Brain Busters here. Uh, All
1: right.
0: So our next match, and I I selected this for a reason. It's a one-on-one. It's a $100,000 hair versus hair match. And I believe, Leonard, the match... At WrestleMania one
1: was that a hundred thousand I would have to go back and look I believe it might have been if it wasn't a hundred thousand it was 50 grand but like I that's believe something it was
0: very easy to research that I didn't but yes it, and I, it, I, yeah I didn't think too but we're yes. gonna call it a hundred thousand hair versus hair and uh I it's my time
1: to pick yes
0: I am giving you Lex Luger
1: okay And um, you get uh, King Kong Bundy, who doesn't have any hair.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, that's not playing fair, is it? Um, No. But uh, you know what? Um, King Kong Bundy was managed by Heenan more in his prime. Mm -hmm. But uh, as many faults as people will say Lex Luger had when he was a talent, he's just the better overall wrestler was known for you know at least when he was in wwf for you know besting bigger guys um and uh i I liked him as the narcissist i suppose that's what we should call him here Uh, yes Yeah, yeah uh but yeah so i would i would absolutely go with lex luger here how they would solve the hair stipulation at the end of this i do not know may they give him hair Give him a wig.
1: Now, he had hair early on when he was first wrestling in World Class, He had hair. He did not have hair when he got WWF. Specifically, when I saw that match, I was like, (laughs) I want King Kong Bundy in that match because he does not (laughs) have any hair. Because I was like, how can you screw the fans? Because you are (laughs) screwing the fans if King Kong Bundy does the job and he's got no hair to lose.
0: I think that Luger pulls out a wig and tries to apply it to King Kong Bundy, who's out cold from the metal plate forearm. Metal plate yeah. And uh, that's how you do it. Kurt Angle style,
1: you put on the uh, amateur wrestling headgear. Yeah, to hold it, and then, and then you take it off. The only other thing I can think of is that we talked about, we didn't use Brooklyn Brawler. He could be the special guest referee, and maybe he gets in Luger's face and Luger shaves Brawler.
0: Uh, you know what? That's in all seriousness, back in this era, that's something they would have done. I mean, yeah. when Kurt, Ang- or Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, Kurt Hanning, uh, Mr. Perfect had that feud with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who got their head cut? The genius. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, guys haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. so I think that's what they would do. And the thing I want to say here is I believe Lex Luger might be the last person that Bobby Heenan managed. He was at least the last person that he managed in the WWF. And I know they ran some angles where he kind of sort of still talked to the horseman or was a, a I think he was in the horseman's corner at one point WCW. They did an angle where they brought him in impact to talk to Bobby Roode at one point, um, that type of thing. But I think as an individual, I believe Luger was the last person that he had managed. This was in um, at uh, the Royal Rumble in uh 93 when he debuted Mm -hmm. that Heenan debuted him and i actually wound up watching some tv from this time period and and they never explicitly like talk as that Heenan is his manager but they do talk like Heenan is his like his guy his mouthpiece his, his endorser whatever you want to say because Heenan was not managing at this point and I don't know if he was ever in Luger's corner but very much so there was a relationship there when Luger debuted so I, I just thought that was interesting to mention that that he made Luger might have been the last person that that Heenan more or less managed at one point and this was 93 and he was a commentator you know through WCW and a bunch of other things, but as much as I as I thought King Kong Bundy was going to be my ringer, because how can he lose? I think we both agree Brawler can take the haircut, and yeah, I, I did I did this just to see how you would talk your way out of it, but I'll <laughs> give you I'll give you Luger I'll give you Luger on this one.
0: All right, and uh, did you say Heenan was brought into
1: Impact for Bobby Roode? Yeah, they were doing uh, it was it was it was similar to the I think what they did with Randy Savage, okay. that they had a bunch of managers like trying to pitch him like, like, come with me, come with me. And, and and if I remember correctly, there was a segment where Bobby Roode was in a limo with Heenan and Heenan was like pouring like cheap champagne, I think gave Roode like an autographed picture of himself or something like that. <laughs> uh we'll have to see if we can find if we find if you know what we'll find it we'll make that like a segment surgery if we if we can find those body root segments because i don't remember the other managers i think they also brought in some other like legendary managers to to for that segment but i i distinctly remember and watch someone to come and say no you're full of crap that would that never happened but i distinctly remember that happening a, a a bobby when we get off here tonight i'll see if i can't find it real
0: quick yeah yeah i would love to do that and uh you know bobby Roode um still on the shelf uh, from what i understand you know whatever i forget what the injury is off the top of my head but i understand it's pretty serious it's a guy that i i think is sorely missed and is very much you know when he was around uh very underutilized in wwe i don't think wwe is the place where he will uh flourish
1: and I'm mm-hmm. not saying you know, sure. at, at, with impact even being limbo, I think Bobby Rude, like James Storm, I think that that's the the place for for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, where if if he were to go anywhere else, wherever it may be, I think would be a better choice.
1: He gets lost in AEW. Uh, I mean, I, I I think that they would use him in the NWA, but who watches NWA? Yeah, I mean, like
0: back when AEW started, I would have said that would have been a perfect time for him to go there. But AEW now has so much talent that mm-hmm. I can't say outright that that would be a great choice. But, um, you know, chances are he's going to stay uh, in WWE. But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully he comes back at some point. But, uh, all right, our main event the Heenan Universal Championship one on one. We know who Leonard has left.
1: And we know who you have left.
0: Leonard, who you have given me?
1: You get the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo!
0: All right. That was, uh, I think that was a little half-hearted. Like, you could probably follow that. Woo! Up. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, and obviously, you get Andre the Giant. And I know what you're going to say. Is this Andre in his prime? It's not. But how's Flair win? He can't. He can't. There is no way for Flair to win this match no way in hell there is just flair is one of the greatest of all time and you know what i'm sure that they wrestled because flair has numerous andre stories if you watch Mm -hmm. some of those documentaries where they wrestled and if it was taped i'm not sure that that occurred uh probably
1: Japan, if anywhere
0: yeah um i mean i just physically can't see my brain can't compute flair getting him in a figure four uh, you know I, or a roll up or you know i don't this is andre andre all
1: day you, you, you know flair has beaten large opponents that's he's true beaten, vader he's beaten show back when he was a giant he beat el gigante aka giant gonzalez
0: wow you're pulling i don't know if that helps or
1: hurts you Seven foot dudes. He has, he has beat big guys. Uh, I I don't, I don't have the whole list. I didn't know I needed to have the whole list, but Ric Flair has put on good matches with big men. He has defeated big men. Um, I think the main question, I never thought about this until you brought it up is, you know, would Andre job to flair? Because that was the big thing they said with WrestleMania three and Hulk Hogan that they had to get Andre, on board to job the Hogan. I think Andre would job the Flair because he likes Flair. As you mentioned, Flair has a ton of Andre stories. They were friendly with each other. Uh, I, I I think that that Rick Flair you know is is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, greatest champions of all time. He had a great run when he was in WWF and associated with Bobby Heen and you know we've talked before about the Royal Rumble 92. And that great performance, great promos, Heenan great on commentary with all that. You know, he really. You know, it, it depends. What do you say is Flair's prime? Flair's prime, I think, is anywhere from like 83 to like 95-ish. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, so he was still very much strong at this point. I think it comes down to. It doesn't come down to. Can I conceive of Rick Flair? beating Andre in my head it comes down to would Andre do the job to Flair and I think he would yeah I can't argue against that
0: um I would I would say Andre would do the job and the only conceivable to argue in your favor that is the only conceivable storyline I can see is I was thinking about and I forget what event this was where Blair was making the comeback and going against um Vader who in WCW you know, was an unstoppable force. Oh, yeah, I forgot about um, Vader. They had the stuff with Flair and his family, and, you know, is Flair is Flair going to be okay after this match? And it was very dramatic, and it was a good storyline. And, you know, Flair won, uh, you know, against all odds and that kind of thing, um, and it made for a good storyline. So what the way I would see it in my head, and by the way, who won in our part one? Was that Nick Bockwinkle? It was
1: Nick Bockwinkle, so...
0: So if in my head, like if Flair plays the face and Andre plays the heel as he was with Heenan, mm-hmm. um, I can see that storyline of you know, can Flair overcome you know the giant? can you know, um, I can see that working in Flair's favor. Um, so I'll you know what? I'll give it I'll give it to Flair. and you know what? if anybody out there wants to comment, who do you think would win legitimately? if this match actually happened um at this time because you of-
1: got to be fair to flair you
0: know? because you got to be fair to flair and i think yeah. the better matchup to combine the titles is Ric flair and nick bowgle
1: yeah i mean that's a match i think that hat i think that did happen yes i think I it would, did I would, maybe not I would have- maybe
0: not when both were in their prime but it did happen
1: yeah, it did happen. I'd have to go back and look to see when and who won. It was probably like a, a sixty minute draw It's probably what it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, but but you know, that is would I think be an, an excellent match. I don't know how the it turned out when it did happen. I would again I would lean more toward Flair because Flair is you know, sort of more the icon than Bockwinkel is, although both yep. was really, really good in the ring, and both are really good in the mic. Even though they had different styles in the mic, but I think this is an excellent match, and I would give it to Flair. Yeah, no, I mean, if it, it, it would be a great match,
0: um, and in reality, like you said, if this were actually being booked, it would have been a draw. Um, but uh, if if we could pick a winner, I, I think that the logical winner um, in any era really would would be Flair. Um, so. That would mean that Flair is not only our Un- Heenan Universal champion, but he is the Heenan undisputed champion. Um, and you, Leonard, have won this, I believe, four to two.
1: Yes, I won four to two. And then I also have the extra win of Flair over Bachwinkel, who was your guy. True. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Um, so, yeah. Uh, rub it in. Um, no. Yeah, this was yeah. You know, confident in my team because you had a good strategy. With yes. the tag teams.
1: So. I had a good, real, real quick, uh, because we are actually running out of time on our Zoom call. If we did, the, you had the, the tag winners last time, the, the Black Jacks. The Black Jacks versus the Brain Busters. Who do you think would win? I'd probably pick the Brain Busters. I would go them, too. I think it's a good match. I think it's a better match than some people would think. Because yeah. I don't think that the black jacks are they're just big brawler dudes. But I think they would put on a really good match with Arden Tully. Arden Tully can work pretty much any style and yeah, with anybody and I think they would they would pull it out. They would probably do some chicanery yeah.
0: and, and win. The blackjacks were not nearly as televised and known, you know, as the brainbusters were across two companies. So well, uh, yeah, I, I think that they're the better tag team overall. So, uh, yeah, so Leonard has won this heavily and,
1: uh, Yes, I, I had a plan. I executed it. And, um, I am, this is probably the first time where I probably got everyone I was looking to get.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let us know what you think of our picks and who we decided would win these matches. Um, maybe there's some red rooster fans out there that think he should be the hardcore champion. Um, I think he would fit better as a Heenan twenty four seven champion, maybe not a hardcore champion. That would be that would be that would be great if you can if 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 Red Rooster was a character during that era of the twenty four seven title, you could just see him only being used for that.
1: Yes, I think him him and r truth would have had like like a mini feud within <laughs> that whole schmial of. of and we, crazy. Can we please get some people on board with the r truth Red
0: Rooster feud? Like the 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 stuff back and forth would have been great. I yeah. found <laughs> anyway um check out our other videos segment surgery random match reviews stupid questions um this is one of our full-length episodes we are available wherever you listen to podcasts as well um again subscribe to our content hit the like button on our videos on youtube and let us know what you think and for leonard my name is chad we will see you next week and alexa will see you out